Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. I'm your host, Vincent Bradis, Assistant Athletics Director for Strategic Communications. This week on the show, we have tight end Levi Gazarek, dual sport athlete, also a right-handed pitcher on the baseball team. Levi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, if, if people do not know, he is one of the few two-sport athletes that play college football and college baseball in uh, the FBS level right now, and uh, you, so you're you're in the midst of doing spring football and playing baseball. And uh, as of this recording, for football, you're a right-handed pitcher. Yep. You've got the second most uh, appearances out of the the pen. So as a starter on the football team, seen meaningful innings on the mound. Just kind of want to. Just dive on in. I, baseball is special to me. That's what I played in college, and I, mm-hmm. you know, like your dad, I also played very briefly with the minors. He played a lot longer than I did. Um, but uh, can you describe this process for you? I mean, just uh, we'll, we'll first we'll first talk about uh, just handling them both here, Bowling Green, and then we'll get into kind of the whole recruiting process. But uh, right now, what's your spring like? I mean, just just yeah. go, just 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 lay it out there. <laughs> Yeah, so right now in the the spring's definitely an interesting time because we started uh, spring ball a lot later than we did last year, and so kind of like we started playing baseball games in middle of February. You know, we were traveling a lot, and then we get about uh, a fourth through the season, we start spring football, and so uh, it was definitely. Um, interesting something that we had to figure out uh, with the coaches on um, both ends what we we're going to be doing and uh, so pretty much right now I'll uh, practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays with the football team and um, you know I'll practice throughout the week with baseball and be ready for the weekend as uh, my name will get called there you know. I mean, it, I guess it works out the fact that football practices in the morning. So mm-hmm. you have you know, in the morning you have practice uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. The other days there's you know meetings and I'm sure there's lifts. Uh, how does that work at least with a lifting schedule during baseball season? Because obviously baseball players lift. I mean, I knew we lifted in the season, mm-hmm. but it might be look a little different for you. When I came back in uh, January after winter break, I did the whole. Uh, off-season lifting program with the football team and after that was over like our eight-week program uh, we had our first baseball game of the season that weekend and so kind of worked out perfect and um, I was then just passed over to a baseball strength program and I've been lifting with them ever since and it's, it's been working out pretty good so you know, obviously, this is Bowling Green State University. You are a student athlete, so between football <laughs> in the morning and uh, baseball practice, kind of in the afternoon, you know how's how's everything kind of work with uh, your class schedule? Your sport management major. Uh, yeah, so I was definitely lucky enough to get a couple online classes um, this semester that would allow me to be a little bit more flexible with my schedule and um, on. Mondays and Wednesdays, I don't really have anything in person, so that allows me to be able to get a lot of work done 
uh, homework wise, like what I need to get done throughout the week. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays are kind of like my in-person days. And so I have like one uh, mid-morning to afternoon class and then a, a pretty late class at night. So uh, we fit it in there, but <laughs> it, it, it works. Um, now in the fall, obviously football is pretty much every day you get that you know one day off per the NCAA but uh where's baseball come into the mix I mean they have a fall ball is there do you ever go out there and you know what'd you do last fall I guess uh so basically the approach that I took and coach Halleck took with it is uh kind of whenever I was ready to start throwing I could do that um and I didn't want to do it too early just because of, you know, we're in the full swing of the season, you know, get going and everything like that. But around like week six, I would say I started my throwing program, which started out just throwing two days a week and then progressed from there. So I got to be around the players and get back talking with the teammates in person uh, again, you know. And so that was great, just being able to do that. and. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how it worked out this fall. I mean, it, you're definitely unique. I mean, it's uh, I did some research. Uh, Thirteen, I believe, uh, FBS players for college football are uh, playing uh, college baseball this semester. Uh, one is, uh, I, through my research, one is redshirting baseball this year, and uh, there's another one at Georgia that's uh, looking to play football in 2022. So... Mm-hmm. Um, He's playing baseball this year as a senior, and then he's going to transition to to football in the fall. Um, so, but it's it's a unique uh, it's a unique uh, collection. I mean, Eastern Michigan actually has a player, Cam uh, Ron McCoy, and uh, you have you've had the chance to play him both in uh, football and baseball. I don't think we've played Eastern yet, but yeah. uh, uh, at least this year. But uh, and then Michigan State has one. We yep. played them in baseball er- earlier this year, so it's it's definitely unique. Just uh, I. I don't know, uh, you know, what made you want to come to college to do this? Because you know, while while people have done it, there's not a whole lot. I mean, I think the last time I saw one, I saw one personally play uh, in both sports in college would have been um, uh, Jameis Winston at Florida State. Mm-hmm. I got to see him play baseball the year before he uh, won the Heisman Trophy. So it, uh, and then see him in football, but it's unique. So, like, what what made you decide? Um, that you a wanted to play both, and um, obviously Bowling Green is afforded you that opportunity. So just take us through that whole process from high school through recruiting to getting here. Yeah. So first, I want to say Adam Berghorst at Michigan State was uh, actually one of my hosts on my <laughs> official visit at Michigan State, and so uh, he's a great guy. He's a great dude, and I got to talk to him. Uh, when we played Michigan State, and it was good to catch up with him. But uh, um, <laughs> same, so that was same, cool. same positions as yep. your tight end, right-handed yep. pitcher. Same exact positions. Uh, you know, it, it's pretty pretty crazy how that worked out. Um, but yeah, like growing up, I always kind of had it in my head that I wanted to do that, but I didn't. I didn't really know that was a thing. You know, so. Um, as you mentioned, like 13 FBS uh, players that are doing both. And so that's definitely something that's uh, pretty special and a great job by all those guys that are doing it as well. 
and so it's kind of just something that I always wanted to do and then uh, when I got my Bowling Green was my first offer for football in high school and I'll never forget it you know coach Luffler he said uh, that they were going to offer me a scholarship and my high school football coach at the time Zach Walls he was like well he loves baseball too he's, he's, ta- <laughs> he's talking to the, the baseball staff at Bowling Green as well and coach Luffler immediately was like oh it's not a problem we, we can do that <laughs> and so that was just something where I was like uh, at first did your ears perk I, up yeah I was like you know that that would be great like is it, are you serious <laughs> you know kind of one of those things and so uh, turns out he was very serious and he never wavered from that day like it it was the same energy as that day and so that that meant a lot to me and you know the conversations that I've had with him still today about it you know he wants me to succeed in baseball uh, just like football even though he's a big big football guy as, as everybody <laughs> well, knows and, it, and it's impressive because I mean you you're a starting tight end mm-hmm. the tight end is you know very important in his offense mm-hmm. and so it's uh, to be able to kind of be you know be playing big parts on both teams I think is pretty impressive so mm-hmm. How did everything kind of work out then? You had the football offer, and then how did that kind of work with with baseball coming into the mix? Yeah, so after I got the football offer, I then got in uh, contact with Coach Halleck. I told him, hey, I I just got offered uh, to play football at Bowling Green, and uh, Coach Luffler said that he, he wouldn't mind me doing both if that's okay with you. And so after that, I came on a visit towards the end of January, I believe, my junior year of high school. And uh, Coach Halleck got to meet with me for about like 10 minutes on that visit. And he laid out his plan for what he uh, wants to do here at Bowling Green with his pitchers and then with me and everything like that. And he was on board with it. He's like, if they're good with it, I'm good with it. And so it kind of kind of just went like that. And so it was pretty cool. Now, where, was Bowling Green the only one that was open to it? I know you talked about going up to Michigan State for a for a visit. I mean, they have a history of guys like Kirk Gibson and Steve Garvey mm-hmm. that played both football and baseball at Michigan State. I didn't know if any of the other schools you were talking to uh, were going to afford you that opportunity. Yeah, so there there was a few schools that did offer me that opportunity, uh, but I, I didn't feel like any were as genuine as here, as Bowling Green. Uh, the second closest to what I felt like, I, I felt like Michigan State was definitely going to let me do it um, because of Coach D'Antonio, who was the coach at the time. Um, he'd had players do it before and everything like that. Uh, the only difference with them was I didn't get an offer from football until October of my senior mm-hmm. year. So that was the only difference with that and the relationships that I built with uh, both coaching staffs at Bowling Green was just amazing. And I just wanted to continue that, knew that was where I wanted to be. 
So just kind of getting into it. I mean, obviously, um, two sport athletes are, are unique at the, even just the major league level. I don't know how much you knew about people like Bo Jackson mm-hmm. or Deion Sanders or Brian Jordan, guys that did baseball and uh, football, NFL, major league baseball. Uh, did you ever grow up looking at any of those guys? I mean, or you know, I don't know what your thoughts were about you know some of those. I mean, they're yeah. <laughs> so there's there's no one yeah. currently doing it, yeah, you know, yeah. like that. But uh, those were some kind of elite athletes. Definitely, uh, pretty much when all the ESPN 3030s came out, you know, they had the one about Bo Jackson, and then they did the one about Deion Sanders, and I loved that 30 for 30 on Bo Jackson. Like it, it's probably my favorite. It's good. Uh, 30 for 30s, and one of my favorite documentaries out there. I mean. It was, it was great, and, you know, you just see what they did, and you hear about all these things, like the, the legends and the stories about what they did growing up as a kid and all this stuff, so it, it was definitely something where I was like, man, that'd be really cool. <laughs> that'd, that'd be <laughs> I, awesome. I, growing up, I in California, I was lucky enough to see Bo play Major League Baseball for the Royals and play... Uh, in the NFL for the Raiders before he got hurt, and he, I definitely was like, "This guy." Yeah. Is, besides his, you know, given birth name, are also is my given name. He's Vincent Edward Jackson. And, wow! Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's Bose's that's nickname, cool. and um, that's my first and middle name as well. And um, yeah, obviously, I've worked in this business a bit. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've worked uh, that that I, I agree that thirty for thirty is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Oh it's, yeah, and just because Bo, just who Bo is, yeah. And one of the producers on that is Joe Tessitore, mm-hmm. and he was telling he told me specifically about about it just how impressive of an athlete he is because he would sit on his floor with those because he's a big bow hunter. He's like yeah. he just doesn't do this yeah. in his free time. He is one of the best bow hunters <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like I mean that's the thing is like he retires from baseball, yeah. <laughs> like football. You know this is the injury, and now mm-hmm. he's one of the best bow hunters yeah. in the world. He'll sit on his living room floor with his feet just pulling. <laughs> with his toes back those strings of that bows just to like wow just to you know strengthen his legs but uh yeah no those uh <laughs> those are it's, it's impressive feet so i mean yeah i mean a lot of people play multiple sports in high school um unfortunately i think some of the uh you know as people as kids grow up they try to specialize too early and mm-hmm. i think it's really good to be able to play multiple sports in high school i know you also played basketball as well mm-hmm. um, i didn't know if you were going to try to you know make it a, a trilogy and you know yeah, yeah. walk onto the uh, the basketball team but yeah. <laughs> uh anyway local north baltimore i know your uh, your father was uh, from the finley area um your dad played in the cubs tigers braves organizations do you lean any who are your favorite teams major league baseball nfl i mean now that we're kind of those are the sports you're playing in yeah. college so first of all i'm a diehard browns fan i love the cleveland browns and that's my favorite sports team ever i'll ride with them no matter what (laughs) but uh um baseball i like the reds uh the reds are my favorite team probably has something to do with uh that was my my dad's favorite team growing up and uh hey that's i like yep basketball nba i like i like the Cavs, but i don't really get into it like uh football and baseball but yeah you get to many uh reds games or you know obviously fo- football it's easier to go to reds games because they play mm-hmm. 162 games where football is kind of coinciding with uh, yeah everything that you're doing but uh you get to many you know reds games 
Yeah, I didn't get to go to any last year, but I, I, I've been to quite a few Reds games uh, in my life. I've went to a lot of Detroit Tigers games um, just because that's so close to right here, you know, only about an hour and a half. So um, I've been to some Indians games or uh, Guardians now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I like to just go and watch the game when I can in person because going to the ballpark, I mean, there's nothing like there's it. There's nothing like it. There's nothing know? like it. And then I've been to a lot of Browns games in my life, and that's the only NFL stadium I've been to. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, love going to those games, but a little harder now that you play college football. You know, you don't really get that chance, but um, I'm cool with watching on TV too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sundays are, you know, one one of those days where you just want to relax, oh, yeah. especially after a Saturday game, because uh, definitely so much goes into the the football week mm-hmm. that you kind of need Sunday to kind of recuperate a little bit. No doubt. Um, but uh, yeah, another the, the uh, nothing like going to the ballpark, getting a hot dog or a brat. Mm-hmm. I have been to the Reds Park. I, I love traveling around, seeing games everywhere. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool seeing the the Ohio River out there behind oh, yeah. behind right field. And, yep. Um, I, I'll have to tell you offline, but the one time I, ironically, at 15 years of age, not knowing it, I made a bet with Pete Rose and I lost. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to his hitting camp in high school in Florida, and uh, he basically that's interesting. Yeah, he was uh, hitting fungos, and he told me he could get the next one by me, and if you know if I got it, then he, you know he would uh, buy me a coke, and he ended up hitting it 25 feet over my head. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you see, he never did it if yeah. he didn't know he was going to win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we are. Uh, oh, just you know. I want to kind of get into, you know, obviously, ba- we've talked so much about baseball, football, but mm-hmm. when you're not at school and you're not on the diamond and you're not at Doit, you know, what do you what do you like doing in the spare, your spare time? What do people not know about you that uh, passions you might have? You know, your sport management major, I don't know if that coincides with what you want to do career-wise. Yeah, I mean, in my, in my spare time right now, uh, I mean... I'm probably not too much of an interesting person, you know. <laughs> uh, I just really spend a lot of time maybe uh, going and running a few extra poles at the baseball field or seeing if somebody wants to go get a lift in. Or um, Other than that, I just uh, hang out at the apartment. Uh, my girlfriend, you know, she's amazing, supports me through everything, <laughs> hang out with her a lot. So... Uh, yeah, not too interesting <laughs> outside of that, but uh, um, career-wise with the sports management major, um, thinking about maybe being a athletic director of a high school or something like that, but, but one thing that nobody really knows about me is that uh, I'm pretty much the barber around here. I, I, <laughs> really? Yeah, so I do love to cut hair. Um, so I guess I'll take take back the not too interesting part. How many um, guys on the team do you you, you cut? Um, and, is, and is that just football? Or is that football and baseball? Football and baseball. Um, man, it, it's it's starting to get get up there now. Because um, now that baseball season is going, I, I cut a lot of the baseball players' hair. Um, if you ever seen Brockhorn's mullet, that's me. Um, <laughs> you know, if we could put a picture in a podcast, <laughs> yeah, yep. Brockhorn's mullet. That, 
I thought that came me. with his truck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it should. It should <laughs> with that. But uh, yeah, quite a few now. Yep. That's awesome. That yeah, that's something that we did not know. So yep. that's a, that's a <laughs> fun little nugget. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have a special guest joining us here on the Fly With Us podcast. Please stand by. We'll be back in 30 seconds. BGSU football season tickets are on sale now. Every Falcon game is a must-see, including BGSU's 100th homecoming versus Marshall. Call 877-BGSU-TICKET or visit bgsufalcons.com to reserve your digital tickets today. Season tickets start at just $60. Falcon football. Fly with us. Welcome back to the Fly With Us podcast. We are here with tight end Levi Gazarek, who also moonlights in the spring as a right-handed pitcher for the baseball team. Speaking of the baseball team, we have a special guest, and we're going to welcome in for this last segment, head coach Kyle Halleck. How's it going, coach? It's going pretty well. Thanks for having me on, Vincent. No, this is, uh, appreciate having you. Um, just obviously a very unique story. We talked with Levi about the kind of the recruiting process. It was his first football offer, and then he mentioned how, you know, as an assistant coach, you sent him an email. Just talk us through, like, your uh, your side of it and just how comfortable you are, you know, sharing him with the football team, just what that relationship from a coaching standpoint is with Coach Leffler. Yeah, I think um, Levi's freshman year, we spent a lot of time uh, having a lot of conversations on football's schedule with him and, and their needs for him in the spring and, and what we needed uh, for him as a true freshman uh, on our pitching staff. And we, we worked through um, a lot of different scenarios with COVID being a, being a thing and him mixing in with both teams it was we had to be extremely cautious and and really trust Levi to make good decisions all the time and he does um, he always has since the first time we met and he's very reliable um, so last year was was a big learning experience for both programs and I think um, based on his performance this year and how much we're using him and how much he's playing football wise is a credit to him and every adjustment he's made since he's arrived to, to campus so he's done a great job and uh, football staff is very supportive. They want him to be not only pitch but also be successful for us and us to have a successful team. So it's been outstanding, um, especially these last, I'd say, these last uh, 12, 24 months. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because we talked about it briefly earlier, just the fact that he started last fall on the football team at tight end, and you know, as of right now, he's got the second most appearances out of your pen. Mm-hmm. You've been in this game a while. You know, how impressive is it? Just you know, any uh, we talked about. There's 13 FBS players doing both right now: college baseball and college football. Just with how demanding the sports can be, um, how impressed are you when you you have an athlete, student athlete like uh, Levi, that's um, able to kind of play big roles on both teams sometimes you might have one that's a bit player on one and a you know superstar on another but he's playing you know prominent roles right now on on both teams yeah it i think it really comes down to the individual and levi's shown he can handle a lot um at least especially from a baseball standpoint because we get him in early january when he comes back from break and um i think a lot of it goes back to his family and his parents and how he was raised and and being right down the road from North Baltimore, he's been successful at everything he's touched, from you know football in high school to uh, the all-time leading scorer, scorer at uh, North Baltimore, and uh, being one of the best baseball players ever to go through there too. I'll never forget the first time I saw him. Uh, one of the first times I saw him pitch was uh, at the Legion Field in North Baltimore, and 
Um, you know, he was pitching against Liberty Benton. It was a highly contested game, and he did a he did a really good job and uh, swung the bat really well. He just does a lot of things um, really at a high level, and I think um, when once you get around him, what impresses you about him turns into expectations. So now. Um, he, he started to impress us at the beginning of the season with what he could handle and pitching in, in tight spots. And even a couple weekends ago when he's out there with the game on the line against Kent State, it's great experience for him. Um, he's in bases loaded, nobody out, and almost got out of it um, on the road. So it's, it's a testament to, to him uh, understanding what the situation demands, but also the six inches between his ear and, and how much he can handle uh, relative to his competition, and he does a great job and goes above and beyond in a lot of a lot of ways. Um, obviously, academically too, he's off the charts. So, yeah, we talked about the academic aspect just with everything going on. Levi, do you remember that game that Coach was talking about? Oh yeah, Liberty Benton. Um, if I remember correctly, I, I think you had your family there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool to see him see him come with his uh, family and it was a great game. Uh, I remember this. Um, I was pitching and kid hit a foul ball and it hit the dude on deck's hand and so he was like acting like it was really hurt or whatever. And so when he came up to bat, you know, which I, I think I've learned from this now, you, <laughs> you know, you can't let your guard down yeah. <laughs> or anything. And uh, so he ended up hitting a home run. And it was a two-run homer, so they take the lead, two to nothing. And then I come up to bat the next inning and hit a two-run homer to tie it. Wow. And so that was kind of just the um, – one of the cooler parts of that game, and it ended up going into extra innings, and obviously with pitch limits in high school, didn't end up getting to finish the game, but it was a good game. And not, not to put you, Coach Halleck on the on the spot, but at some point, will he get to hit? You know, before he <laughs> he leaves your program, he can hit a fungo. <laughs> yeah. a fungo to the infielders. <laughs> yep. we're good with that. <laughs> we're good with that. Nice. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. Uh, uh, you know, we, we're using them on the bump right now. I mean, yeah. We'll keep it right there, and, and football's fine with the bump, and we're fine with, with the mound. So yep. I, I remember in college, you know, pitchers always wanted to hit, you know, was, and hitters always wanted to pitch, mm -hmm. right? Yep. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Yep. Normally how it goes, yes. Yep. <laughs> um, obviously, big game coming up, um, and I say big game because it's just the opportunity to play at Fifth Third Field in Toledo, May 10th. Um, of this year, 7.05. It's a Tuesday. Uh, just what this started a year ago this is the second time, and we're kind of the host this year, Bowling Green is. Um, just the opportunity to be out there at Fifth Third Field, what the Toledo Mudhens are, are doing for uh, the 419, and just kind of your th overall thoughts. We'll start with you, Coach, and then, you know, Levi, just the opportunity to, you know, play a rival here locally in the AAA ballpark. Yeah, I think when you're looking at area fields and stadiums, um, there's no better place than Fifth Third to showcase, you know, a rivalry game, a battle of I-75. It's great to grow the game um, in the area. Uh, I know for sure uh, Little League Baseball and, and youth baseball is huge in the Bowling Green community. Uh, everything that goes on at the Parks and Rec Center and obviously out at Carter Park, it's been here. It's been a big deal for a while, and we want to we wanna continue to get 
keep the interest in baseball up around here in the area and and that game was well attended last year it was a pretty clean game from both sides and very competitive and spirited and uh, we expect nothing different and just a good showing of of the highest level of amateur baseball that we offer in this area which is division one and it's toledo and bowling green and going out there and seeing what happens but also you know putting our best foot forward and making sure um people in this area attend it and get out there and and maybe someday some kids will be playing in that game themselves which is always exciting i mean what do you think about it from a just a, what, what coach just said being a local yeah. kid yeah. and you're playing at kind of like the at your local you know state university and you're uh getting to play at the triple a ballpark you know what are your thoughts and just obviously what how excited is the team to be able to continue that series with uh toledo up there at uh, fifth third field yeah i mean i i think it's a, a great thing that's being done and it's a great opportunity uh because you know as as you've mentioned i i grew up here uh 15 minutes away from bowling green um i, I went to mud hens games growing up loved it always wanted to play on the field and then when i was a sophomore in high school we played a game there and it was just the coolest thing ever you know so i I think it's it's a great thing, and the team's definitely looking forward to it. And uh, you know, you got a great opponent that you're playing, and it, it, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, fans can uh, purchase tickets. They're uh, eight dollars, five dollars for students, uh, which I think is a f- phenomenal deal. Just open seating there mm-hmm. at Fifth Third Field on May 10th, and uh, you can buy the tickets through the Mud Hens, or if you go to the Bowling Green uh, baseball schedule page and go down to that game on May 10th, there's also a direct ticket link that'll take you to the Mud Hens to be able to purchase those tickets. But uh, fans should definitely uh, buy, uh, get their tickets now, and uh, see us out uh, out there at Fifth Third Field on May 10th. So I appreciate you both uh, joining us for the Fly With Us podcast, and just thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Vincent. Hi, Ziggy. Zumba.